I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Alex. And this is Come Through, Queen. I've never been alone since I'm 20 years old. I'm alone, too. Hi, Alex. Hi. (laughs) We have a call this week that needs to be addressed right away. So let's take a listen. Okay. All right, Dan and Brendan. Listen, you little shits. I've heard rumblings from the streets that on last week's episode, y'all incorrectly stated that I hated women simply because I wanted to banish Lena Dunham from RuPaul's Drag Race um, or from our cultural memory. But I do not hate women. I hate, well, hate is a strong word. I have a significant disdain for Miss Lena Dunham. But other than her, I support all women and I support them over boys like you. In fact, need I remind y'all? That the times that I have been on your show have been to celebrate and commemorate true female trailblazers and feminist icons such as Abby Lee Miller, uh, Dame Dina Lohan, uh, who else? Paris Hilton's aunt or aunt, however y'all say it up here. So I do not hate women, and stating that is, as Dan should know because he is a lawyer, that is defamation of character. So I have hired my advocate and spokeswoman, Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray, to send y'all a video cease and desist. Um, She didn't exactly state cease and desist like I wanted her to, but close enough. Uh, I will not be speaking further on this topic. Um, Any further inquiries can go to my lawyer and spokeswoman, my very own Gloria Alride, Miss Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. So take it away, Nikki. Come through, queen. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Um, so, hey, Dan and Brendan. It's Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. And on last week's episode, you stated that your friend Cody hates women. And he wanted me to tell you that's not true. So please correct it. He loves all people. All right, guys. Have a great summer. Well... Thank you, Cody, and thank you, Nikki, for clearing things up. And for canceling my theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would like to say, though, it was Brendan who made those 
accusations against Cody and those defamatory statements. Defamatory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Nikki... Don't put this on me, please. I apologize. (laughs) I love that she ended it with have a great summer. She kind of ends all her cameos with that. And Cody has purchased many already from her. Listen. He's keeping her afloat. She's collecting those coins. Uh, So speaking of collecting coins and supporting women, Liberation came out this past week. Oh, yes. Uh, We know some of the community loves to hear about it. Some of it. Can't take any more Christina, but this is an important time in our nation. Well, and you know what you can do? Just give the timestamp of when this conversation's <laughs> over, and the haters can just fast forward through. Yes. So I would like to name them right now. I mean, it has been six years since an album. Yeah. Where the, is the album? The fans have been ready. Yes. But let me tell you, it was worth the wait. Oh yes. Oh my God. This. This is a body of work. This is a masterpiece, really. How do you feel about the reception? I'm so as a as a fan, sometimes it's difficult for me to sort of like to gauge whether I'm just like being an unwell stan or if like I actually or if like the work is actually very good. Yeah. Like Load It when Lotus came out, I was like, this is a great album. And then the reviews came in and I was like, oh, maybe it's like Maybe I'm just like a blind blind stan. But the critical reception for this album has been the the best reviews of her career. Uh, Gay Twitter is all over it. Yes. Uh, You know, when the songs were trickling out, I liked them. But I like them more listening to the whole album in a row. Yes. The journey that you go on sort of sonically, they make sense. Yes. um, More as opposed to just like... As a standalone track. Yeah. And, you know, she's released kind of two singles. I don't know if Accelerate was a single or a buzz single I mean, or what it was. Technically it was a single, but it uh, obviously didn't gain any traction. I don't think there's really any more singles on here. Yeah. I mean, listen, she's any woman, like, basically over the age of 35 is going to have difficulty being played on pop radio. That's yeah. unfortunately just the state of affairs. Um, so I think that, like... and. Even, like, six years ago on Lotus, she, like, worked with Max Martin, and that didn't even work. So, like, I think she and the label at this point, they know that she's not going to be a radio artist. She's got, like, her core set of fans, and now she's just doing what she wants to do, and it's working. Yeah. So, very excited to see her on tour. Yes. Very excited to buy some merch. Oh, I've already (laughs) spent way too much money. (laughs) There's nothing on the merch store you haven't purchased. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) Well, except for the standalone album. I bought, but I have that. Times many. (laughs) (laughs) But I've got a t-shirt, I've got a hoodie. The hoodie is not, (laughs) has really negative reviews, but I'm still going to wear it. Uh, So yeah, thank you for reviewing the album for us. You're welcome. Uh, We have a lot of news to get to, so let's jump in. Uh, The Orange County trailer dropped this week. Finally. We've been waiting for it for a while. Yes. We just rewatched it. How are you feeling? I'm... Listen, do I think that this is going to be, like, on the level of, like, Vicky and Brooks and, like, the... Like, the cancer stuff? Like, do I think it's going to be that level of drama? No. But I do think that, like, these women are always a joy to watch whatever they're doing. So even if the drama isn't quite, like, where it has been in the past, it's still going to be better than a season of Beverly Hills. That's for sure. Well, we have, it looks like two separate trips, one to Mexico and one to Jamaica, Mm -hmm. unless they're just being offensive and wearing sombreros and doubly offensive by wearing it to Jamaica. (laughs) I Uh, wouldn't put it past these women. (laughs) Yes. Truly. Uh, Steve Lodge seems to be taking a greater role. Yes. Uh, Tamara's yelling at him to propose. To marry Vicky (laughs) now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We have... Maybe Unless It's With You can be their wedding song. Yes. I mean, Unless It's With You is going to really be making the rounds, I'm sure. For sure. Uh, Which is the closing track off Liberation, in case you haven't been paying attention. Stream it now. Uh, We got two new girls... Yes. We got... I don't know their names. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> we got an attorney, uh-huh. which is fun. We The last time we've seen an attorney was Anna Quinones. Yes. Uh, from Miami, and she was a star. One of your faves. One of my faves. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and we have a girl from Long Island. Yes. <laughs> Which is interesting. Uh, justice for princesses of Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she knows some of those girls. Yeah. Uh, and then something we reported on months and months ago, which was uh, Vicky and Steve going on a double date with uh, Kelly, Kelly Dodd's, Dodd's yeah. ex, uh, seems to be a, a major conflict point. Yes, this is going to be like the turning point for their friendship. Yeah, because at the end of the reunion last year, it seems like the four girls who are returning had sort of made amends. Yes. Uh, but that seems to maybe not be the case. And we also see a lot of new Shannon, new relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan's not here this week, but he does have an important message regarding Shannon, so let's take a listen. Shannon Bador deserves happiness. I mean, yeah. Very true. We are always rooting for Shannon. Yes. Even when she's wrong, she's right. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, and apparently she seems to be wrong at some point in this trailer because all the ladies are yelling at her, kind yeah, of. Yeah, we have, like, Kelly and Tamara telling her to shut up. And those are her once cl- in your life. Those are her closest allies. Yeah. Unless, Very interesting. Unless one of these new girls is an ally. I don't know. But this is premiering in July, I think, like, the second week of July. Uh, so uh, let's see what happens. Looking forward to it. But uh, we have... Emmy nom not Emmy nominations. The Emmy what ballots. do you call it? The Emmy ballots. Yes. So how does this work? Like So this is like all the networks or whatever production companies, I don't know exactly how it works, but they they file yeah. the the programs and performances that they want to submit for um for the ballots for the Emmy nominations. Wasn't there something funny one time with like SNL where like the guest co hosts well, were submitted by SNL and one person yeah, submitted themselves. It was, well, so like you could tell the <laughs> SNL submitted certain ones because they, they use like the SNL headshots. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, they always do a photo shoot with whoever's hosting. Yeah. And Ariana Grande used like a dangerous woman. Yes, like. <laughs> that was it. Yes, yes. And not for nothing, should have been nominated and should have won. Yeah, well, maybe with this whole Pete Davidson, she'll be back and yeah. get that at me. <laughs> uh, so. No Housewives shows were submitted for Outstanding Unstructured Reality Series, as reported by you in the Come Through Queen Facebook closed group. Yes. Uh, So you're missing out on that news if you haven't joined already. But um, (laughs) you let us know that Vanderpump Rules was nominated. Rightfully so. Yes. However, I will venture to say a show even greater than Vanderpump Rules was also in this category. And that's Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Yes. I mean, we have been... It's what they deserve. We have been loving it so much. And I kind of regret not, like, tacking that on to this podcast. I really feel like you guys should have been talking about it. Yeah. But hasn't... Brendan, like, hasn't really been, like, up to date. Yeah. And even we... Yeah. watch, like, we're a week behind. It's always kind of, like, an afterthought, But it's almost kind of nice to have it as, like, a show I could just watch and enjoy and not worry about, like, remembering to talk about a couple of queen. Yeah. (laughs) So... Uh, however, for Outstanding Casting, Real Housewives of Dallas was nominated. And rightfully so. I mean, this was the season that we were introduced to Deandra Simmons and Cameron, and Cameron Westcott. Yes. I mean, two of the greatest newbies yeah. added yes. in recent memory. They, whoever handled the casting <laughs> should win an Emmy. Yeah. Seriously. It's so weird that None of the Housewives shows are really nominated for... Well, so this is something that I actually monitor, like, Mm. every year. Um, Typically, at least in the past couple of years, um, only one Housewives show is submitted. For, like, for years and years, it was always the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. And then I remember last year, Atlanta was the only one that was submitted. Okay. I mean, that's definitely... Yeah. A better contender than Beverly Hills. 100%. (laughs) And this year, none. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Uh, so page six did this big, like invest, not investigative, but like reached out to a whole bunch of former housewives and a few current housewives to talk about drinking on the housewives show. And it's super long. So it's definitely worth a read. I pulled out some of the interesting quotes from the housewives from this article. Uh, and we can discuss great. So Aviva Drescher 
says she recalled the time a producer phoned ahead of filming and asked her to take a shot of alcohol with castmate Ramona Singer during a reconciliation scene at a restaurant. <gasps> you remember this? Yes! Scene. <laughs> uh, she says, I told the head producer, I don't want to do a shot. Can you just fill it with water? <laughs> uh, said Drescher, who grew up with an alcoholic mother and said, oh, wow. says she had never taken a shot before. And they said no. I was so weak and so intimidated by the production team, and I just had gone through all the negotiations of my contract for the second season, and those were demoralizing, she said. I took the shot. I felt tremendous pressure to do it. Isn't that oh, crazy? Uh, Especially, like, for her to have never taken a shot before. That's and awful. do it on camera. Yeah. Uh, so Cindy Barshop. Mm. Miss her. Uh, mm, she yeah. said... <laughs> She said, everything is free, so you drink in excess, said Cindy Barshop, who appeared for one year in 2011. She added that the long shooting hours contributed to her co-star's boozing. Of course, she has the most boring quote of them all. I just thought that would be worth noting. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Heather Thompson. Some juicy information. Holla. Holla. You request the kind of alcohol you want, and it's there when you arrive at your villa. And if you run out, they get you more. And then she said, when we were in Saratoga at the horse race, Sonia had been drinking and the producers wanted us to go outside because she was leaving and she was falling down with her suitcase. Oh my Thompson God. said, I refuse. I'm not going to put her vulnerabilities on camera. I felt like it was irresponsible. And the producer was unhappy that we wouldn't go outside. Remember how she dis- Sonia yeah. quote unquote, disappeared? Yeah. Oh, Heather's oh. a good person. Yeah, Heather is a good person. Oh. She said, I think if behavior like Morgan's happens once or twice, they need to let the Camerons run. But if it's re- reoccurring, the producers may have to question if the cast member is right for the program. Fair. Holla. Okay. <laughs> uh, Gretchen. This is, she's talking about uh, Naked Wasted. Oh, God. She says, I woke up and thought, gosh, I never specifically went and asked for another drink. My drink always seemed to be magically filled up. So I realized that possibly producers were in the background going to the server, quote-unquote, it looks like Gretchen needs more alcohol. When Gretchen approached producers about the party the next day, they retaliated with detailed notes. One of the producers goes, did anybody force you to drink? According to our notes here, you had two martinis, two two shots of tequila. Uh, She said, they literally had documented every single drink I had. I found that to be very strange. It makes your stomach turn a little. It makes me question what their intentions are. Yeah, wow. crazy. So Bethany says, I didn't realize how bad it was, and I didn't realize she's a fucking liability in, in terms of uh, Sonia. Oh. Uh, and producer said, I know, I know. But at the end of the day, they invite Morgan back every year. Kelly Ben Simone, last but not least. <laughs> uh, she said, one night while filming, castmate Morgan was drunk and unable to walk as her hair extensions were falling off her head. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she says, I was like, I need to bring this woman home. This is just not cool. The producer said, don't help her. Don't help her. She says, if someone is in a bad situation, I don't care if the cameras are rolling or not. I'm not going to let someone look bad because they're getting crazy. I know what's going to happen once the footage airs. So let me help them out. She believes her professional reputation was tarnished after appearing on the series. Well, wow. Kelly said, it almost ruined my life. Uh, admitted Ben Simone who barely drank on the show but was made to appear unstable she said when I got off the show people said I was crazy and unhirable Uh, she says it's disappointing I don't want people to think they come to New York it's going to be like that it's embarrassing to me and then the the article ends with this quote you don't come to New York to get divorced and end up at 40 broke and just drinking a lot that's not chic ooh Wow. Yeah. So that's interesting, especially yeah. in light of the whole Luann thing. Yes. Uh, and this kind of is getting addressed more this season in New York with yeah. Luann now. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Very interesting. Uh, but speaking of Luann, we learned she put the Hamptons house up for sale. The house that we love. Your, your number one favorite house. <laughs> what, yeah. So Page Six reported this. Uh, Luanne Delaseps uh, is moving upstate to the Catskills. The news comes a day after the Post exclusively reported that she was listing her Hamptons home for rent during the month of August for $150,000. Delaseps is also listing uh, the same home for sale for $6.25 million. She Let's an- get it. She, <laughs> she announced via Instagram that she is moving upstate. The Post mentioned peace, serenity, and mountains pretty much the opposite of the East End. 
Now, side note, she didn't say I'm moving upstate. She just made it seem like time for a change, this or that. Like, it wasn't like confirmation she's moving upstate. Uh, But anyway, the article goes on to say, the bold move is striking considering that Della Seps has been a fixture on the Hampton social scene and her East End antics have provided endless fodder for the Roni show. A friend says she loves the Hamptons and her house, but it's time for a change. The Hamptons is changing and she's looking elsewhere this summer. She's in love with the Catskills. What's changing about the Hamptons? Summer house, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, the work I drove her out. Uh, and then apparently Della Seps bought the charming home for $2.43 million in 2013. So five years, <gasps> she's tacking on $4 million. Damn. <laughs> well, is she actually going to? Yeah, be- I mean, like, asking prices and mean selling price. <laughs> yeah. But, wow. Yeah. Uh, that'll be interesting, especially because, like, Catskills... I wonder, like, how the commute compares from Catskills to Hamptons. Cause it does... Well, I think it depends, like, where... I mean, the Catskills, you can be, like, a couple hours away, or you can be, like, four or five hours away, probably, yeah. right? And then to get to the Hamptons is... Like, a couple hours, probably. Yeah. Three hours, maybe. Yeah, probably. Four. So maybe I don't it's know. not crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just in the opposite direction. Yeah. I'm curious. This is a weekend in the summer right now. How long would it take to get to the Hamptons? Oh, Hmm. Oh, let's do some investigative journalism from Brooklyn, New York, baby. Uh, <laughs> it would take right this moment by car mm-hmm. two hours and seventeen minutes. Okay, so not bad. I wasn't far off. Although, like, we're it's like the evening now, so right. it's not like as crazy. Yeah, Friday after work, it'll be like <laughs> six hours. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for the news this week. Wow. We have just a few shows to get to now. This week, I should have said at the top of the show, we're lumping in Drag Race with the Bravo shows because Drag Race is kind of winding down a little bit. Yes. So there's not too much to say. But let's start with Potomac. Potomac. Loving Potomac this season. Yes. Appointment television. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's great. We kick things off with uh, Karen Huger and Ray, who we haven't been seeing too much of this season. Well, I... For obvious reasons, yes. <laughs> He's been hiding from the cameras. Yes. But, you know, for someone who's been scamming all these millions, he, at dinner, was unfamiliar with what Tartar was. <laughs> <laughs> you would think with, like, all this money, you would, like, see that on a menu at the restaurant well, here or there. Some people just, like, are not very adventurous. With their food, yeah, I guess yeah. not. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, and he was, he, he was like, that's that raw stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> the tuna tartar. Uh, so... So then we also get this woman, Kendall, who goes and hangs out with Monique. Yes. And she is Sherman's ex-wife. Yes. They go for a walk. I love when like housewives <laughs> have a date to just go for a walk in the neighborhood. Just a midday walk. Yeah. It's like in their workout attire. Uh, so we learn that she divorced Sherman four to five years ago. And she's now trying to get her champagne flute, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she's not a star. No. Yeah. She's there's, just, there's no way Giselle's sticking around either if, like, she's going to be given a prominent role. Giselle wouldn't let it happen. No. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we get to the She Is Empowered event. <laughs> Love Robin. I mean, yes. we uh, both have found a love for Robin this season. She just, like, makes me laugh like She's nobody so funny. else. <laughs> and it's, like, a different kind of sense of humor than, like, the, your usual housewife. It's very subtle. Like, she's kind of just, like, mumbling under her breath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, it's pretty effortless. Yeah. Times. Uh, Giselle's funny during this event. She's just like, I'm empowered. She's empow- empowered. Black girl magic. Wakanda forever. <laughs> uh... So, while this is happening, we have Monique's charity event. Yes. Which Karen Huger opted to go there. Despite her many years friendship with Robin. Exactly. And not only that, she announces that she's inviting Kendall to the O. Huger charity event. She is being messy. (laughs) Not only... (laughs) You're you're being messy. (laughs) Uh, So, not only that, like, the girls... I think, like, this comes up during the She's Empowered event, how Karen wants checks 
for this O. Huger charity event to be made out to <laughs> Icon Enterprises LLC instead of, like, I don't even know, what, was it Alzheimer's charity or something? Um, yes, yeah, 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 because yeah. her mother-in-law, and I think her mother, too, she said. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Um, ha- yes. Yeah, so a few of the ladies were like, uh, I want to write my check to the Alzheimer's Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Icon Enterprises? Yes. <laughs> She is an icon. Yes. Uh, Where's the lie? We get a quick little jaunt with Robin and a real estate agent and mom via FaceTime to this rundown home. Oh, my God. In Baltimore, I think it was? Yeah. For in, how much? A hundred? Twenty-five thousand. <laughs> no hundreds. This is wow. Not, like, how? That's like a car. <laughs> <laughs> Or a house. Yeah, or a house. Uh, it's just, like, interesting that... I like you, you... We go from hearing about Luann's Hamptons home... I know. <laughs> ...to this $25,000 home. I thought it was funny when she, like, like very detailed when to the... Describing what flipping houses was. Oh, yes. Like, nobody had ever heard of it before. Or, like, like she invented it. Like, flipping, flipping out hasn't been on Bravo for, like, 25 years. <laughs> Uh, then we get another quick little jaunt to a wedding hall with Candace and her husband, Chris. Oh boy. And it was so funny. The sh- one of the shadiest edits. I mean, please nominate this for cinematography for reality <laughs> television of like Candace, like looking around as Chris explains like expenses <laughs> and adding numbers up. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yes. Uh, I like... The amount they want to spend on this wedding, I can't even believe it. Well, and this is his second wedding. Yeah. So, like... I'm sure he's not, like, so excited to Like, do you that. can't be jumping for joy. Although, Tinsley well, Mortimer... Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for later in the conversation. Is jumping for joy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we get a Manny Petty with Monique and her husband, oh. who loves Manny Petties. Yes. And in her bag, she whips out a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine in tow. BYOB to the Manny Petty place. I don't Straight know off ever... of <laughs> DUI accusations. For a car in a ditch. Ooh. And then we get Ashley and Michael out to dinner, Corona Light in hand. Are they like paid <laughs> spokespeople I mean, for Cor- Corona Light? Corona, Corona Light has to be having some sort of resurgence right now. they are making light beers chic i think that we need to like we need to take a look at the drink of choice no we need to look at the credits at the end of the episode Mm. to see if it's like promotional consideration by corona light Mm, interesting yeah i'll take a look i'll report back uh okay so she they're talking about wanting the baby before he was saying like, "Oh, we need Oz to be profitable," and now like I guess it's like somewhat profitable, and now he's like setting a new goalpost. But then he kind of admits like he doesn't want to have the baby because he's worried about how Ashley's relationship with her mother is going to play out with the baby, which is kind of like so. Then you just never want to have a baby, right? Which she's always wanted one, and like. I don't know how this old man thinks he's going to marry a young woman, like a young woman in her 20s. Who's never been married. Who's never like, been married, who would not be interested in having a baby. Right. And I'm well, sh- they, they had talked about yeah. it before. I'm sure they talked about it even before getting married. Oh, of course. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. So, that's too bad for Ashley. Yeah. Get that payout. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we get to the O. Huger event, and I could not believe it. Carson Kressley. Oh my god. <laughs> He's just popping up. Talking to uh, Michael Darby. <laughs> Do you think they've hooked up? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, the allegations out there. Um, so that's fun to see him there. Charisse is there, of course, talking about being back on the market. Blah, blah, blah. Get her away from me. And then, obviously, Kendall's there. Giselle and Robin are filmed, like, laughing about how they're going to roll up in jeans because they don't give a shit about the O'Huger event. Yeah. And then it pretty much just ends with, like, them walking in and Giselle being shocked to see someone, namely Kendall. Yes. (laughs) I can't wait to see how this plays out. I feel like this 
season of Potomac has had so many to be continued. Yes. But not complaining. No. <laughs> Next week is going to be lit. Uh, so let's get to New York. New York City, baby. <laughs> what an emotional roller coaster. Oh my gosh. I mean, we were waiting for this, we knew it was coming. The first 10 minutes. And even though I was prepared, I was not emotionally prepared. I teared up during Ramona's confessional, namely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just starts like with like shots of the city, slower music. Uh, I feel like they could have done a full hour Bobby Zarin retrospective. Yeah. They really could have. And the fact that we don't have a Jill Zarin talking head for this moment. I know. Feels like a missed opportunity. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, Ramona was very nice about it all. Bethany, God. She just, really like, just can't help herself. There's just so many moments of Bethany, whether it be in the scene or in the talking head, where I'm like, what are oh you thinking? She said, Bobby loved me before she <laughs> said, I loved Bobby, which is like, just, it's so quintessential Bethany. Yeah. Uh, so cringy. So in the talking head, she's like, oh, I don't know where it was, but she, she knew he was sick. Like he's been sick for a long time. Right. And it seems like she never did, like never reached out or did anything. No. But then she heard while she was in Aspen. And maybe she didn't know that he was like with hospice or, you know, I don't know. I mean, we I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay, here. sure. Yeah. I mean, but like we knew he was yeah. like, uh, right. So yeah. Uh, She's very busy with the jeans. Yes, the jeans, the jeans. Skinny girl jeans. <laughs> Here's a pair. Try it on. Uh, but she flew out from Aspen private jet to get to the funeral. She, Jill says to, to Bethany, which I thought was very sweet, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you, I just have to tell you. Yeah. That, like, broke my heart. It was, you could tell, like, it came from the heart and that she was really being, like, genuine and sincere like she i'm sure she's like wanted to say that for years totally and like she had her chance to say it yeah which was good yeah but you know jill's also saying like oh like i'm alone now i've never been alone i haven't been alone since i'm 20 Mm -hmm. and bethany says we're all alone i'm alone i'm alone too i'm alone she said you have so many friends i'm alone too like (laughs) like you're fine (laughs) like but then then when she gets into that bit i felt like my skin was crawling off of my body. Like, where are the gift bags? What kind of funeral is this? Where's the gift oh, bags? God. Like, oh, God. See, the thing is, like, I think... She's trying to lighten in, it. One and done, like, it would have been fine. And, like, Jill was, like, laughing, but she, like, wouldn't shut up about it. She, like, it should have just been like, oh, there should have been a gift bag. And then they could have had, like, a nice quick laugh and then, like, goodbye, great to see you. But she was like, where are the gift bags? Where are the gift bags? This is the worst funeral I've ever been to. Or, like, what the fuck? Where are the gift bags? It was... So embarrassing. Yeah. Here's to those who wish us well, and those who don't can go fuck themselves. <laughs> oh. Bobby's last scene. Bobby. Oh my god, was that, that was last year, last yeah. season. Yeah. That's why. That was when Jill said, I, I missed the gossip, I have to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, let's get Bring Jill back. Bring her back. Bring her back. She's, she has to be ready. Bring her back as a friend. Well, apparently- it's like guaranteed for a positive edit. Yeah. Dip her toes back in. I mean, Bethany pretty much said, like, I'm glad... Well, she... Let's jump ahead a little bit. Okay. She goes and visits Sonia and tells her she just came from Jill's. At the Shiva. At the Shiva. Although it doesn't seem like it was a Shiva because maybe Jill wasn't there. Jill stepped out to go to the bank. Yeah. Was it, remember that was like in the, like the page yeah, six yeah, story yeah, yeah. or yeah. like Bethany had spoken to the press or something yes, and like yes. made it known. Like when I got there, Jill was at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> like really? Run into the bank. Really? Yeah. Like just cash in like all those checks. Oh my God. <laughs> so just, she can't help herself. She tells Sonia she took Brit out of school early. Uh-huh. She, we're going to meet this lady you don't know her. Act sweet. We used to be friends. We used to be friends. <laughs> Act sweet. Give her a hug. Uh, she says how Bryn like waved, said a hi to a picture of Bobby, Aww. gave Jill a hug. And then she said, Jill said, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Bethany says, 
Like, I'm glad, closure, da-da-da. I want to keep it exactly where it is. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't either. Like, they need to grow. They need to, like, they need to build this relationship back up. Bethany, you need a friend. Yes. She doesn't, who, who yeah. does she have? She's, probably screwed she's up. got Bryn. She'll probably screw that up too. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, I mean, the only other thing from like, from Bethany and Sonia was the fax machine. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, as someone who does still have a fax machine and like you do at work yeah shut up and like i don't want it but get a printer with a scanner no we do no we no we have that why do you have the fax machine then because there are these dinosaur attorneys Mm. in where where we are in brooklyn that are like a hundred years old they don't use email you have to like fax them a fucking document it's really insane wow um yeah it's a shame really very interesting uh so maybe that's who's on the other end of Sonia's yeah fax machine. <laughs> oh wow uh, oh bethany also brought her a skinny girl jean oh yeah we all, can't gloss over that all of the skinny girl jeans are like bejeweled which is just <laughs> a very interesting uh choice yeah like who who's this I for don't know. I, <laughs> who's the market for a skinny girl yeah i guess it's, so it's all... although it's for all sizes yeah you can buy every every shape and size at the store yikes yikes okay. uh luann said i didn't expect to get arrested and not be there for jail oh, neither did we no. <laughs> uh and then we have some spawn con is this the first time Bethany has done SpawnCon? I can't... I'm, like, racking my For brain. For anything but her own brand. Yeah, no, like, in a commercial. Oh, yeah. So she did a commercial with Kyle Richards, of course. Probably the only one she would agree to do do it with. But they clearly... They didn't even film it together. It's, like, no. a split screen. <laughs> well, they're supposed to be in their respective cities. cities yeah, yeah. Of course. They're on the phone. They're talking about, like... <laughs> They need a designer to go to an event or something. <laughs> and the only person they can call is Edna Mode from The Incredibles. It, it's so, like, it's such a stretch. It makes no sense. Like, why is this Edna? Like, first of all, I don't know anything about The Incredibles. So, like, is Edna supposed to be, like, an, a fashionista or something? Like, why is she on the cover of that, like, fashion magazine? And why are they, like, Seeking her out to style them. I think I saw Incredibles once and only half paid mm-hmm. attention. Okay. I want to say she makes the Incredibles costumes. <gasps> oh, okay. So then, so that's our that's our link. Okay. I am. I'm fine. I'm wrong. <laughs> it's a, but like, you know what? It works because. We fast forward through all the commercials, but if we spot one of their faces, oh. we stop, we rewind, oh, yeah. we tune in. Oh, yeah. But we're still not going to the incredible. Ones. No, of course not. <laughs> but the impressions. The impressions that... there. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, I mean, we got a quick thing with Ramona going to the Hamptons house. Who really cares? Yeah. She's I think she, pulling she, up the floor. Is she selling the Hamptons house too? I know she's selling the Manhattan house. I don't think she the said apartment. she was selling the Manhattan or the no. the Hamptons house. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't she now? She's selling the the Manhattan condo. Is she not selling the Hamptons house? I like, don't know about that. Like real time right now? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, she's probably like using it for the summer. Oh, right maybe I'm just thinking because it was f- up for uh, for rental, right? Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Actually, I, I don't think know. That, I think she might be selling it. Mm, I don't I know. Don't know. Uh, we, we folk, we're too focused on Luann to, yes, know, to yes. know Ramona's real estate goings-ons. Uh, okay. So then we have pretty much 40 minutes, it felt like, <laughs> of this lightly scripted mother-daughter Tinsley Dale scene. Oh, wow. Where we kick it off with them. I think they meet first in the, in the apartment. Or the hotel room or whatever? The hotel lobby. But then, yeah, they go to the hotel lobby for a drink. Yes. They said, we need a drink. So then they go down. by the fire. And this, the acting in the scene is really (laughs) wild. They're acting. Uh, 
Dale, like, kind of confronts Tinsley for drinking too much. Maybe just on the heels of the whole Luann thing. Yep. Well, also interesting, was Tinsley drinking her red wine? I don't remember. She wasn't in the following scene. I noticed that. Oh, maybe she's like... now she's only drinking red wine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Well, no, the following scene, like, she was served it. She didn't record Yes, yes. Uh, so she's, like, slightly chastised for that. Then they kind of get into it about, like, what happened over the holidays where Dale kind of said, like, no, Tinsley needs to have a baby soon. You have to jump ship. <laughs> and, like, Dale is so proud of herself. She's like, we were on a boat, and I told him to jump ship. <laughs> and Tinsley's like, Mom, how could you do that to me? <laughs> she is really, like, wow. She's giving uh, it all she's got. So, and then she brings up the fact that, like, the bill for the frozen, not embryo, because they're not embryos, they're eggs. Her eggs, the frozen yeah. eggs came in. I think she might have said embryos at one point, which oh. they're not. So Dale was like, I got an idea. So I may be crazy, but let's go try on wedding dresses. And, and like Tinsley like turns off the anger. She's like, I was thinking the same thing too. <laughs> this woman, to be so excited to try on a wedding dress... For someone that she just, like, recently reconnected with... There's no engagement ring. There's no engagement ring. (laughs) There's not even an engagement in sight. Like... Yeah. And I was combing through Tinsley's Instagram. Like, I I haven't seen Scott in a minute. Yeah. I'm trying to think if she's, like, been on Watch What Happens Live recently or... And has, like, said anything. I don't remember seeing her either. Yeah. I don't know. I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to go try on wedding dresses anyway. Sure. Why not? Uh, so we do that. And I'm not in love with the wedding dress that they were like so excited for. No. They're drinking what looked like <laughs> like draft beer glasses of champagne. <laughs> it wasn't like a little cute flute. They nope. were like no. for a beer. That was a, a large pour. <laughs> and... Then I, I, they're FaceTiming the egg freezer. The egg <laughs> <laughs> And he shows them pictures of the frozen eggs and they just they're lose their shit. Sobbing. Sob- and she's like, those are my babies. She said she wanted to print it out so that she could say hi to them. <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure like you can barely hear the doctor say like, oh, like. These, like, these are unfertilized eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's happening. Oh, wow. We, like, I don't know if, like, the hotel is really paying for, like, sponsorship. We also get a scene with Tinsley and Carol, like, in the spa or something. Oh, that was, like, early in the episode. Yeah. That was before all this. But, yeah. but Carol mentions the fact that she hasn't spoken to Adam in two months. Right. Which, it's, like, weird... Because I think right now we're supposed to be in January, December, November. That would be like right after the marathon. Like, so he showed up to the marathon and then fell off the face of the planet. Weren't they, they weren't together during the marathon though. Right? I don't think that they were together. I think he was just being a supportive friend at that time. Yeah. But I mean, it was even more drastic now in that she hasn't even spoken to him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Okay. And then we kind of end it with con body. (laughs) (laughs) Which I want to do. It was fun seeing these women who really don't know how to react to someone who is making a life for themselves after prison, but they just don't know how to respond. (laughs) Uh, But Ramona's like, who started it? I love an entrepreneur. Uh, Carol's like so excited to talk about like Lou oh, she's like reenacting. Giddy about this. Yeah, she's having she... the time of her life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they're talking about like Lou. They're talking about Luann to all the trainers. And then one of the trainers, I think it was the guy who like started it, was like, "Oh, is, is she like a darker woman? Is she black?" And then Bethany says, "Well, she was on Halloween." <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I lost it. Uh, and then. <laughs> And then they say, like, they were talking about, oh, you know, like, we hire people from prison. And then they were like, well, hire Lou. <laughs> and Tinsley was very upset Yeah, she was like, that. no, hire me first. She's the OG of jail. Oh, my God. She said. But you know what I thought was interesting, though? Glossed over the fact 
that Sone also has had a mugshot. Oh, true. Totally glossed over. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they're talking about planning this little spa trip and the subject of like drinking or not drinking comes mm-hmm. up and like it seems to be kind of mixed like some people are like I, th- I don't remember who said it but someone said like whatever people want to do yeah <laughs> and Dorinda said that she had spoken to, oh, yeah, to yeah, Luann yeah. and Luann really doesn't care mm-hmm. I mean Dorinda obviously needs to have her I drink. mean if I'm seeing someone who for the first time just out of j- jail and rehab, I like. I think you can take a night off. I can take a night off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But I wonder, like, is it the producers? Well, now, now we know. Is, I guess so. <laughs> they were instructed to have this discussion yes. on camera, or else. Yeah, like, that's wild. Uh, so, I mean, next week looks really intense. Oh yeah, and this is a scene. All all the scenes that we saw from next week. We're not in the trailer. No. So we're getting like a totally fresh... I think like the trailer went pretty much up to the funeral. Yeah. And like Luan getting out of rehab. And maybe like a little bit of the trip Mm -hmm. too. Just a few scenes from the trip. We'll we'll probably get like a a mid-season trailer very soon. Yeah. So that's that. Let's close it out with Drag Race... Okay. Winding down. <laughs> I mean... I feel like it's been 84 years. Yeah. I mean... We have this episode. Next week is the reunion. Then yep. the finale. So this is the home stretch, kids. Yep. We're almost there. We knew going into this episode, though, that no one was going home. Right. We assumed. We as- No, we knew, too, because from the, the finale spoilers... Yeah, but not everybody reads oh, the spoilers. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm saying the, I'm oh, saying the fa- like oh, the larger week. Oh yeah, but you and I knew. Yeah, yeah, of yes. course. Okay. Uh, so, a challenge to get through this episode. A few things to note. It was funny how after Miss Cracker's elimination, she said she felt bad about what she said about Cracker. Asia. But, Asia. Yeah. Uh, but that. Uh, she stood by her opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like doubling down. Although you have to like take into account to us, it's a different episode to them. It's like the same day. Right. So for her to like reflect on it in any way or change an opinion I mean, it's is like not 10 like, minutes yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out on the reunion. Yeah. Cause I feel like Asia's super into, Aquaria mm-hmm. these days, but hasn't been mentioning Cracker at all. Yeah, I was gonna say, if, I was gonna ask if you've seen them like interact on social media. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, so the girls are getting ready for the American remix performance sponsored by Today Tex. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved when uh, Aquaria was like, oh yeah, Today Tex. Get your tickets today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, for for as boring as this episode was, Aquaria like had her moment. Oh, for sure. This week. No, we are solidly (laughs) team Aquaria now. Uh, But uh, okay, so the girls are getting ready. Eureka like announces to the room, I'm going to rap. And like, of course, like we tense up a little bit. (laughs) But, I mean, we, it ends up actually being a pretty good yeah. uh, part of the number. Can we also note that, like, when they're all getting ready, Cameron decides that she wants to be part of the group <laughs> for because, you know, it's the last week and it's time to open up. And then two minutes into putting her makeup on next to the other girls, realizes it's too hot and then just packs up without saying anything. I mean, it pretty much sums things up. Yeah, <laughs> real, truly, Cameron. truly. Uh... Asia can't sing or dance, nope. so she's nervous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> so while, so like, it's the, it's so form, I hate when things get like way too formula, for, formulaic. It's like mm-hmm. the same exact thing that's been happening for the past few seasons. Yes. Like, we get the girls preparing for the performance while they, they're either having the sit down with Rue or now it's they're on What's the Tea. Yes, yes. Uh, so while Aquarius is performing, she starts off sounding as Tadra Call 
said a little butchy, mm-hmm. but then is able to bring it up. She takes it up an octave. Uh, and then we learned during her Watch Robin, not Watch Robin's Live, what's the, <laughs> what's the D interview, that she started watching Drag Race in the seventh grade. <laughs> that really hurt. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Ooh, I almost fainted. Yeah. Uh, but the part of the conversation was how she said she's learning through doing the show. She's learning how to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing a really great job. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, she's great at a lot of things. <laughs> yes. Yes. She, look, God is fair. Yes. <laughs> she can't have it all. Uh, okay. So Eureka is asked like, Oh, is there any sort of advantage for having been on season nine or not? And she gave this like a whole roundabout answer. Yeah. How but I like the short that. answer is yes. Yeah. Like no course. fucking shit. Like she's done like part of the reason she's done well is because she has really understood the chat, like what each challenge asks of them. And what, yeah. What the judges are looking for. Yeah. And that's kind of also an advantage. I think Aquaria has. Yeah. Cause as a fan of the show from a young age and probably like watch every season a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's like she's Alaska. a pro. Yeah, she's like in Alaska. Whereas, I don't think Asia, like, she is a amazing drag queen, mm-hmm. but I don't think her strengths are like jumping through the hoops of this show. No, no. Yeah, it's a specific drag queen you have to be. Yeah, to be good at this. So speaking of Asia, she starts out as a little robotic during the Todrick scene. But then she gets it, thankfully. <laughs> She's etched in what has it got. Right. <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, so Asia talks was like during the what's the tea talk talks about how like when Rue said to her, "You have to remember who you are," like that changed Asia's life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are really selling the Guru book by RuPaul out oh, wow. soon, I guess. Sage advice. Uh, and then they get ready. Eureka's trying to make All My Lanta happen, which is like a Fuller House thing, right? What is it? Oh My Lanta. Is like that... Instead of saying, oh my God. Oh My Lanta? Is that a... A Fuller House thing, you isn't said? That, isn't that what, like, I mean, you were a Fuller House I was, fan. but I don't remember this. Like, the, I mean, Fuller House is also another one of those shows that I pay, like, 25% attention <laughs> to, so yeah. couldn't It's just, like, you. background noise for you. Yeah, exactly. It's like American Woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I think Cameron Canispire, instead of saying, oh my god, says, oh my lanta on Fuller mm. House, which definitely tracks. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, she would not say, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also Eureka being a Candace Cameron Bure stand yes. tracks. <laughs> uh, it was fun watching the girls watch Aquaria kill the choreo. <laughs> oh my god, she did that. Yeah, I mean, like she just like got, got up on stage and was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then they do a Mickey's West Hollywood host. <laughs> I think this is the first time we've seen a Mickey's West Hollywood promo on the show. Because it's usually like yeah. Hamburger Mary's. Well, and even then, Hamburger Mary's hasn't done anything this season. Yeah. It was all last season. Yeah, we lost them. Yeah. It's sad. Um, okay. So, the American performance. Mm-hmm. We started with Aquaria. Smashed it. Look. Unique. Stood out. Vocal. Vocal. Great. Great vocal. Great lyrics. Yes. Great choreo. Just top to bottom. Excellent. I mean, she was the best one. By far. Yes. Yeah. So then we get to the other three. Mm-hmm. Asia's lyrics. Like, I like when the lyrics really represent the queen. Yeah. And both her and Cameron were just kind of like, emo- like it's inspirational, like trying emotional. a little too hard. Exactly to be inspirational and like, like follow your dreams. I want like, something that's like about you. Yeah, exactly, I agree. Uh, so, at least though, comparing Asia to Cameron, Asia's look was much better than Cameron's. Agree. Like Cameron, we're not doing the rainbow challenge. We're not doing the pride challenge. Nope. Don't go down that road unless. You have to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Although, like, I'm sure her thought process was like, oh, like, I'm talking about, like... Yeah, I mean, it fit with her lyrical content. Yeah, but that's not what I'm interested right. in. She did smash the choreo, though. 
she probably did have the best vocals. Yeah. And good choreo. Yeah. But it wasn't all put together like Aquaria was. Well, I also just like, anytime she's on the screen, I feel upset. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so and then we have Eureka. Now, Who's... don't, Peace Shalarm, I know you're listening and you're going to like crucify me, but like... Dan, you have to be harder on her. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, her choreo was terrible, but it was also funny. Like, her doing I the mean, washing machine yeah, thing. Not for, not for nothing, it was entertaining. It stood out. Yeah. Uh, but is she as talented as Aquaria? No. Absolutely not. And I don't, I would rather see an Asia drag show than a Eureka drag show. 100%. I'm not paying anybody <laughs> to see Eureka at all. Uh, but, uh, like she, like she had a memorable verse, yeah, uh, and that's what we're looking for. I, I actually really enjoyed how she started it, where she was like, "Eureka, I'm here," or something like <laughs> yeah. that. I can't remember. It, like it was good. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was good. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Then we get to your final runway, Eleganza, and. This was really all over the place. Yes. So let's start it with Cameron. It's probably the best she's ever looked in terms of like hair, makeup, da da. It was a softer look for her. A softer look, trying to soften up those muscles, but like nothing memorable or nothing. Iconic. Really iconic or innovative or different. Like, yeah. it was just a, like, she just looks beautiful. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, Eureka's I don't love. I don't think it was a final runway look. Yeah. Like, it's fun and, but, like, aren't you supposed to be in, like, your, like, best, like, most beautiful, like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, it just didn't, for me, it didn't track as, like, a finale runway it was too corny yeah exactly but i to, the thing i did like was her changing up the hair yeah because like we didn't get a loaf we got something a little different <laughs> a <loaf. laughs> uh the light bulb earrings are fun mm-hmm. so that's something yep okay asia's look i there's like part of me that likes it and part of me that like does not like the execution at all yeah like, I love the color. I love the color combination. Mm-hmm. I love the wig. I don't love the jewel. The jewel <laughs> on the chin was questionable for me. I don't... There was, like, a little side... I don't know if it was, like, a barrette or, like, what... It, I liked that. I thought that was kind of fun. I feel like it was... Like, take a few things off. Yeah. Well, I would have taken the... The, the jewel off. jewel off. <laughs> <laughs> the... The neck... The turtleneck portion... I could have done without as well. Mm-hmm. And the turtleneck portion kind of, to me, illustrated, like, the strange textile or whatever. Well, like, if you really was... close up onto the the dress itself, it looks really cheap. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, the blue cutouts are, some, like, in some places sort of uneven. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, from afar... We've seen her look so much better. Yeah. But I, I like the idea behind it. I just don't like the execution. beautiful. I mean, her makeup's always amazing, so yes. there's that. Yes. And then... I mean, she's a star. I mean, uh, someone tweeted, like, all of Aquarius' looks throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. And she, like, really only had, like, one or two missteps. I couldn't even tell you which ones those were. When she had uh, the social media star... Like, people didn't love the red oh, yeah, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Yep. And then, like, the old lady challenge. Like, she looked good, but she wasn't doing the challenge. Right. She was, like, too glamorous yeah. to be an old woman. But this look is, like, maybe my favorite look of hers. She looks incredible. It's, like, not... I don't love, like, too editorial, too avant-garde. And this is not that. This is like glamour, mm-hmm. but it still has a little piece of that with like the cutout. Well, I like when she does that, but like this is this is a 
flawlessly executed finale runway look. Like it's yes. like evening, but like it's still got like the tinges of Aquaria. Yeah. It's got like you've got like the stars. Like the stars like dripping from her eyes. Like there's still like you know, it's just very I feel like it's tastefully done. Yeah. <laughs> Especially her cutout by her, her tuck. Beautiful. Uh, love the hair, love the hair color, love the hair styling. Yep. She's smiling. She's smiling. <laughs> I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah. So they close it out with a lip sync for your life to <laughs> Call Me Mother, which has been in the news, as we all know. Has Azalea's spoken on this? I, you know, I, uh, I haven't seen anything about it. Which is, is Cheapy back on tri- Twitter? She, she cheeps on, she cheeps off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was interesting to see, like, her, her legal team wasn't able to stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I, I never like a four-person... No, there's not Let's enough room There's no room to, like, to breathe. Yeah. I'm, like, choking. Yeah. Like, how do you pick one person to... Unless, like, somebody's actively forgetting the words or, like, yeah. tripping all over themselves. Like, they all do essentially, like, the same. When they used to make it a top three from the top four and make them all lip sync... Yeah. It used to just be, like, oh, you're just eliminating the person you, like, right. you want to eliminate. Yeah, like, Cameron <laughs> would have gone home because yeah. she's lip synced the most times. Yeah, yeah. Uh... But this episode is really just setting up the Aquaria win. Oh, I mean, it's what she deserves. Yeah. Out of these four, at least. Yeah. But, you know, this is not my favorite top four. Maybe my least favorite top oh. four. Not, maybe not least favorite, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just not... Yeah. Maybe I'm just feeling fatigued by Drag Race in general. Yeah, I mean... It's been a lot. I would have loved to seen Monet or Monique here. The heart. The heart of season 10, baby. She's my number one. If you're not following her on Instagram, she is a joy to follow. Mm. Uh, never skip through her story. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of Instagram stories, this is the perfect transition. Mm-hmm. Our freak of the week. Luann, <laughs> Countess Luann Deleceps, or as the news reporter said on uh, New York this week. Deleceps. Deleceps. Uh, posted on her Instagram story a meme. Now, I'm not sure she knows what memes are. I'm not sure <laughs> if she posted it. Uh, social media manager. Not mm-hmm. sure how, how deep that team goes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a meme of... Okay, so let's get to the origin of the meme. Steve Buscemi saying, how do you do fellow kids? Like him dressed up like as a kid. <laughs> as Steve Buscemi, an old man. The meme that she used is titled Companies During Pride. And then they, like, photoshopped Steve Buscemi with, like, a rainbow on his t-shirt <laughs> and him saying, how do you do, fellow gays? <laughs> <laughs> so Lou posts this meme with a caption below saying, I'm coming for you, San Francisco. See you on June 21st. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> like just flawless promotion well done that social media manager deserves a promotion a raise that deserves a feature in Fast Company like Dorinda's yeah. social media manager wow wow <laughs> well done and if you thought there was going to be a one true queen this week other than critically acclaimed Christina Aguilera you thought wrong it's what she deserves it's what she deserves and go buy the album Tuck it away after you bought it. Yep. Open up Spotify and just keep it it. going, baby. Stream it while you're sleeping. (laughs) While you're sleeping, while you're taking a shower, (laughs) while you're cooking, watching TV. And put it on mute. Tweet us your favorite songs. Tweet us your favorite songs. Let us know. Hashtag liberation. There's a fun... Right now... X6 uh, emoji after that now. Yes. (laughs) Love it. Right now I'm loving Pipe. (laughs) Oh my god. Pipe... (laughs) Pipe, Maria, Maria, unless it's with you, I love Maria. Mm. I'm, I'm a sucker for, like, elaborate strings mm. with, like, a hip-hop beat behind it. Right Almost moves. When, like, there's one thing you could take away, and then you add, like, mm. five more things, I, like, love, love that. It, yeah. Well, you know, right moves. Right moves, baby. Deserve. Mm. Deserve gives me... Remember that, like, Rihanna duet with that man? Stay. Oh, oh! Because there's a there's a male vocal that she doesn't credit M N E K. Yeah. Uh, so 
like that. Uh huh. <sighs> There's just so much. Oh yeah. Uh, so once your queen baby. What a perfect week to have you on, Alex. Thank you for filling in for Brendan. Thank you for having me. Always a joy. Yeah. And if you didn't enjoy the Christina comments this week, just please don't say it on social media. (laughs) I can't take it. I'm very weak. He's very fragile. Um, (laughs) So you can find Alex at Alex S. Hearst on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You can find me at IDKIDK. You should... Leave a review on iTunes. It's free. Isn't that great? Um, (laughs) (laughs) You could give us a call at uh, 717-47-FREAK. If you're shy, you could email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. You could have Nikki Blonsky send us a cameo. (laughs) Uh, So like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love them, love them. Please retweet. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, queen. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.